Black Oni. Hi. Yes. Welcome, everybody, to another fuck episode of the Black, Black Oni podcast. I am your host, JBlaze06, and I have with me today Greed. I have your homie D. What up? And I have Soil, a.k.a. Sode. What's up? And we have a great episode for you today. There's a lot of exciting things happening in the gaming industry. Uh, craziness happening with uh, Gamescom. We're going to get right into this with our uh, uh, icebreaker. That never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> what is the one IP you wish they'd make a great game based off of? Common Rider. Common Rider. Oh, yeah. Every Common Rider yeah. game, for the most part, has sucked. There's <laughs> been some major flaw, or it's just you beat it and that's it. There's rumors that they registered a trademark, Common uh, Rider Mouse, Mosu, whatever the Dynasty Warriors like little yeah, title. So. Yeah, they registered a, a trademark for that because the last game they came out with was actually very similar to it, but it had like the worst motorcycle mechanics I've ever seen. I'll, sh- I'll send you a video later, but it was just. It was horrible. It's like you have a motorcycle and it's like... <laughs> like, uh, you ever played Fist of the North Star for the PS3? Uh, I didn't play that, but I heard it wasn't that great. Motorcycle mechanics, like a bag of dicks. It was awful. So, <laughs> I'm hoping that they'll make a good IP based. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I don't know too much about Kamen Rider, aside from the fact that it originates in Japan and it's a huge uh, phenomenon, basically. I, I just, I don't know what happened in between me figuring out what that is and shit but i still have no idea like exactly what it's all about is it kind of like along the line of like power rangers yeah it's one of those like transformation superhero shows it's usually it started off as a one uh, hero show and then it evolved into a multi-hero show a lot of seasons have two riders some have more the current one that's coming out in the fall is called come rider gaim and it has i think five riders and each one, like, there's a theme for each one. This new one is the Sengoku era. Mm-hmm. And it's, their armor is based on fruit. Huh. So, <laughs> yeah, the transformation series is ridiculous. I am it's a, it's right very good There's a theme for everybody. They've done vampires, cell phones, uh, space, everything. Cell phones. <laughs> Why not? It, it was way cooler than it sounds. That sounds really cool. That sounds hilarious. Different, but cool. <laughs> Don't get me started on cell phones either. Keitai Sasaki 7 is a show about an anthropomorphic cell phone that solves mysteries. What the fuck? Like internet mysteries and crimes. <laughs> Alright, Japan. Alright, Japan. Alright, Japan. You need to calm down. You need to calm down with whatever it is they're smoking. <laughs> that shit must be. Reality. Oh, it. <laughs> All right, Amen. I still stand by my statement that there needs to be a great Gundam game that is released in the U.S. I just, oh yeah, uh, I'm just, <clears throat> I'm just gonna put it out there. We have Zone of the Enders. If they just skinned Zone of the Enders in Gundam and gave us off out of robot combat as well, that's a game. That's a thing I would buy. My money. You ever hear of Hundred Years it's, War? Is that a At all, it's an Xbox 360 game. It's it's something Gundam Hundred Years War. It was for the 360, and it never came to the country. But it had it was a first person shooter that you can be in a Gundam and you can get out, and it's an FPS. It is amazing looking. Years. If anyone has the ability to play imports for the 360, play that game. One Hundred Years War. I'm about to look that. Oh, shit I'll, I'll find you the link for it if you guys want to keep talking. Yeah, dude, I I want that. 
I want that real bad. Uh, I, thought, I thought you meant GameCube. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never mind. No, you said if anybody had the ability to play imports for the 360, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, I do, but actually I have a freeloader for the GameCube, and I was like, never mind, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite the same. (laughs) Um, I want them to make another good No More Heroes game. Hmm. Yeah. I like No Heroes too. I have it, but I I haven't gotten to beat it yet. I started playing it when I first got it, and the first boss fight... The first first level in the game is a boss fight. Mm. So, the controls, I feel like, aren't as, like, good as the first No More Heroes, Mm -hmm. but overall, the game was apparently, like, shorter and not as fun, so I want a good third one. Yeah. But I haven't beat it yet, so I can't really say anything. I beat the first one. The first one was dope. And I got the real ending, not the fake one. Yeah. I have, uh, speaking of No More Heroes, I mean, this is from the Suda 50 or 15, whatever. Suda. 51. 51, that's what it is. Um, I just had, I'm, dysle- I'm dyslexic. I just mixed the numbers up, whatever. Um, I pre ordered Killer is Dead, but I'm wondering if I should just wait until the reviews are out for that before I buy it. It's been, it got a pretty good review from Famitsu. I think they gave it a 35. Out of 40, right? Yeah, the complaint was that you couldn't jump. What kind Here's of, that game, by of, the way. It got yeah. renamed to Operation Troy. Operation Troy. So and it's is, one year war. I added 99 years to the war. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. God damn it. I was typing it in. I was like, why can't I find it? Yeah, Gundam games are the shit. Dude, seriously. I, al- I almost bought I, the Gundam Warriors Dynasty games. I played the demos. I was like, oh, this is cool. I want this just because they're Gundams, but it didn't feel... Like they were Gundams, it felt like they were just people in robot costumes. This no, will I pain had... you that it didn't come out. You said what? This will physically pain you that it didn't come out. Oh my god, it sounds so awesome! Like no one even bought Xbox 360 in Japan. What the fuck? They kind of wanted to market it as like a killer app for people to buy the 360. Still didn't work. Yeah, I had a Gundam Dynasty Warriors three, and I got to the end of that, but the last boss is like ridiculous. You know what last like, boss is ridiculous in a fucking video game? Dragon's uh, Crown. That thing fucking sucked. So, I mean, I love that game. Dragon? Really? Yeah, that <laughs> dragon hits my ass like 12 times. It's actually a fucking dragon? <laughs> it is actually a fucking dragon. And it breathes fire and shoots wind fucking tunnels that you can't avoid. I just, <laughs> it hurts me so much <laughs> thinking about how much... Stress I put myself under playing that shit. <laughs> the game was so good. Uh. Anyway. I still have to. I'm like level 17 or something. I love that game. I love it so much. Did you already give yours off? No, I was thinking about the question because I'm, I'm rereading it here. It's like, what's the one IP you'd mm. wish they make a great game based off of? So other games could have come beforehand or it can be just any. Yeah, basically. I mean, it could be any IP from anything, or it could be like something a game that has already come out, but they well, just I, didn't execute I got, well. There's one that always comes to mind. It goes back to like favorite game of all time, and that's because I have not played a good Bond game since GoldenEye. Mm. I have not played a single good James Bond game, and I've tested them all. The racing games, Tomorrow Never Dies on PlayStation, World is Not Enough, even the newer ones, and they all just suck. <laughs> even when they tried remaking them and shoving all those legends in the one game, no. No, I just want to. No, mm-hmm. I want a fully fleshed 
actual good James Bond game. Give me some good stealth mechanics. Give me some driving missions. Give me some of that suaveness. I mean, I know they can do it. They got the technology to do it. But they have the technology. <laughs> but I, I have not seen a good James Bond game in years, years and years and years. I hear you. I haven't. I haven't even attempted to play a James Bond game since GoldenEye, basically. And no, and there, there was another one I played. I don't remember what it was, but I think it was PlayStation Two. But PlayStation 2. Which one was it? I think it was a third person. I, I played it, but I didn't buy it. Was it everything or nothing? It might third have been. Third person view. You were kind of uh, repelling in one scene. It was a lot of third person combat. Yeah, it might have been that one then. I don't even yeah, remember which completely. It was a nice try. Yeah. It still <laughs> way short good, of the bar. It really did. <laughs> did anyone play Alpha Protocol? Uh, wait, I wanted uh, to get that game. It was an espionage RPG, like action RPG. It was horrible. I know. But what if they made a about. Bond game like that, yeah, that would be. Cool. When you pick all your equipment, you level up skills and stuff. You could be like a yeah. super suave James Bond, or you could just be like a dick that shoots everyone. <laughs> that would be awesome. That just blew my mind. Like, <laughs> like that would be amazing because Alpha Protocol. Before it came out, I was like, man, this is going to be like... I think this is before Mass Effect made its way to PlayStation 3. And I was like, this could be like our Mass Effect, man. Right, it's like our right. spy Mass Effect version. You can interact with people and take on the missions whatever way you want. And it was just like, you know, the shooting mechanics aren't very good. <laughs> it was awful. It was like windback shooting mechanics. From the, I think when you shot, like the, you could see the bullet. It was like a line. <laughs> oh, it was like man. a really big line. What the fuck? And it was just horrible. <laughs> That's awful. That's terrible. Muy right. terrible. <laughs> All right, next section, gaming. What have you been playing this week? And what, in terms of what you've been playing, pass, rent, buy, or must buy? I have been playing Fire Emblem Awakening. And after you get through the initial tutorials, that is a pretty good game. Story-wise, class advance-wise, I don't like that my weapons break, but I guess that's just an extra challenge. Mm. Even though I'm playing on casual mode because I can't bear partying with my soldiers um, permanently. It's, they're permanent broken forever game. when they break, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Is it, a, yeah. is it an action RPG, or is it just a, a, a RPG? It's a turn-based strategy game. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, wow. man. So like the rest of the series. That's, that's like a it's, that's kick in the balls. It's like, yeah, you kind of need this person to be fighting, but you can't really run away to go fix your equipment. So You cannot. <laughs> yep. And there's like, there's like a staff in the game that's like, oh, you can repair your, your friend's equipment with this staff, but you can only use the staff once. So it's like, what's the point? Once per <laughs> match or just once ever? Once ever. And then the staff breaks. Yeah. Can you repair the staff with another staff? <laughs> no, because then the staff is broken and you only have another staff of that staff. Once the staff is broken, it's broken. That's a cruel, yeah. cruel cycle. Staffception. Yeah. <laughs> even Dead Island is nicer. But um, seriously, it's, it's a good game. The story, the story, like keeps you involved if you think the gameplay is like repetitive. Uh, and I don't know, it looks nice in 3D, like the the battle sequences. So I would buy this game. Nice. More so than Shin Megami Tensei Four, which I still haven't completed. Did you do the yeah. uh, the promo code thing? 
promo code? <clears throat> yeah, if you register both of the codes for both games on Club Nintendo, you get $30. Oh. Yes, I did that. Yeah. Okay. You're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I got a bunch of like shitty games after that, though. Because <laughs> nothing good is released. So, yeah. And Pokemon's coming out. You can use that $30 towards Pokemon, right? It's too late. I have like 877 now. I'm going to use that towards Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> um, I've been playing Splinter Cell. Um, that's basically what I've spent the last week playing exclusively um, when I've had time to play. Um, I would say definitely. I, I haven't beaten it yet, so I can't say for sure what happens further on throughout the, the playing. I would probably say it's a must-buy. I mean, there are very few gripes I have about the game. Like I said it before, my main gripe is the ability to move exactly the way you want to if you just push the analog stick just a little bit you should only move a little bit as opposed to just kind of going in a full strut like moving and yeah moving. like i yeah. <laughs> if, if i want to if i want to walk a little bit slower and embrace the environment around me or like look around a little bit better i don't want to like feel like i'm moving too far already like i want to that full control experience man i don't know that's my that's my only gripe about the game other than that is it's excellent like online is uh when you're playing like mercenaries versus spies, it's hard as fuck. It is so hard because first of all, the game is already pretty difficult because the AI is pretty pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But playing against other players who who have swivels on their head and like they're looking around, like if you're a spy, you have to either be fucking fast as hell and just like slicing people up and shit, or you have to be really patient and very stealthy because they they're humans. They can see where you are and they will shoot you, and you get hit like three times and you die. Or once they shoot you in the head, right? So I've been on both both sides of that spectrum, and like I've been the mercenary and shooting people. I'm like, all right, I can get into this, and then I've been a spy and like just like slicing people and just like running up with them, like, oh, you think you're gonna get me? Slice, dead. <laughs> so it's kind of <laughs> cool, but it's really really frustrating at first. That's exactly what I've been playing too, Splinter Cell Blacklist for like the last week, and I did have that gripe too. I actually went to the options menu just to look for like a sensitivity function just so i could inch a little bit more mm-hmm. but besides that love it too mm-hmm. I, i'd say it's a must buy a lot of replayability even one level i've gone over two three hours at a time just to get every little enemy or every little nook and cranny it's uh spy action i miss that stuff me too really good i really, really good. do i i miss i miss like real stealth that's awesome oh like, and the, this, co- the co-op is the co-op is too. so good it's so good. I, oh my gosh, and so many different options and ways that you can do it, whether not killing anyone or killing who you choose to or just going flat out balls of the wall killing everyone you want. It's just it's very very well done so I'm far. I'm going to be uploading a video soon of me and I was going to say have you guys been streaming any of it or recording any of it cuz you both have PS3, right? I do. And we both have PS3, yeah. Um I've you guys been... got to put up a co-op session where things go awry. Dude, I have <laughs> yeah. gameplay sessions of that exact thing happening. Like, I'm going to do a montage of just, like, one playthrough of just failures. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go through here. All right, here's some lasers. All right, I got this. And just, like, instantly, as soon as I said that, like, we just lost. Like, we had to start <laughs> you still over. drag dead bodies? Yeah. You yes. can throw dead bodies, first of all. And you can throw them out of windows. <laughs> Or if you knock them out. I want to see some Will body dragging action. Like, no, Will, wake up. Dude. Wake up, Will. Dude, I'm going to show you. Into a corner. I'm going to show you footage of just like, me knocking people out and just throwing them out the window into this water. Like, it's the best thing ever. 
<laughs> I think I could just be happy if the whole game was just me doing this. Just throwing people. <laughs> so good. Oh, good times. All right. I've been playing Saints Row 4. Oh, so good. As I want to Yeah, it. it's it's nice. It's really as much as I hate to admit this, a Saints game would have a good story. Mm-hmm. It has a good story if you've been following the other Saints games. The story mm-hmm. is ridiculous as hell. Mm-hmm. Everything in the game is ridiculous, but you actually it's so happy. Yeah, it really Like is. how everything <laughs> is working out so far. I have one mission left and there's a lot of bugs in the game. So for whatever reason, whenever I use the dubstep gun and I'm on this fight, which is an incredibly powerful weapon. Mm-hmm. In the last mission, you'll hear the music just die down, like just actually like fade out, and then the game will freeze. And it's happened three times to me already. Really? I don't know why. I've seen a lot of complaints about bugs, but it's driving me nuts. That would drive me nuts. It's a really, really good game, though, but given how fast Saints Row 3 went down to like twenty nine ninety nine mm-hmm. for uh, like a brief period of time, I wouldn't be surprised if it went down in price. Yeah, I, I, I'm when they put out the, the non-special edition or whatever. The, the Wub Wub edition? And they have no. every launch copy was like the inauguration edition or something like that, which came with extra content, mm-hmm. which means that they're probably going to do when they do their second printing, a non-special version of it, which is probably going to be when they're, oh, hey, you know, you can still get Saints Row 4 or whatever, try it out for twenty nine ninety nine or something like that. Because right. they did it with a lot of games, it seems. Like Dead Space 2 is like thirty nine ninety nine the week it came out or something. Shit. No, Dead Space 3. I, I forget where we are in the world of Dead Space. 3. Right. Yeah. I have some gameplay footage of that to put up too. That's a I love that game. It's I was uh, I was playing with JC and he just he hadn't played the game yet, so I was playing co op with him. He just had the shit scared out of him like so many times. Like oh shit! Oh that game, my favorite thing ever. Yeah, Saints Row Four is definitely a must buy for anyone who likes that genre of game. Even with GTA around the corner, I think this one might be more like loose and fun, mm-hmm. less about taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's one of the things I love about Saints Row is that like, it 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 started off as a complete GTA clone and now it's like it's its own thing, like, it's 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 so funny and I was uh, listening and watching Angry Joe's review of it, and the shit I was hearing in the review was just great, like the superpowers I, are nuts. Yeah, yeah, the superpowers are crazy. Can you actually fly, you fly, or can you only here. glide? You glide like a flying squirrel. You can do like a dash in the air, like a <laughs> almost like a Dragon Ball esque like thing. Yeah. For a couple of like couple of meters, and then you can learn to do that two or three more times, and then you can go into a glide. Mm. But then you can just land on a building, run up the building like in Prototype. I mm. swear to God, they took the running from Prototype. They really look like they <laughs> it, it's awesome. Yeah. But the only complaint is you can't pick up cars like you could in Crackdown. You can punch and kick them across like the street, but you can't pick them up. At least not yet. If there's something I haven't discovered, it may be that. The fuck? But uh. Yeah, it's, I haven't maxed everything out yet. I'm almost at the end of the game. Shit. Mm. It's very fun. And yeah, the whole game's co-op. Yeah, yeah, I like that about that, too. It's pretty, that is pretty cool. Co-op friendly. Okay, so, on to a little next segment. What are the standout games from Gamescom for you guys? If there are any. Minecraft uh, for the PS4. Which is... <laughs> I never played Minecraft, so I don't actually know from experience what the hype is about. 
Dude. <laughs> You've never played Minecraft? I, I've seen I honestly haven't it. either. I, I've seen it played and I've, I've heard a lot about it, but um, I have never touched it, so I can't say if it's good or bad. I've seen people play online all the time and you're like, oh, this looks like a lot of fun if you're playing with friends and stuff like that. Like they have like yeah. this Hunger Games thing that um I can't remember who he was, but it's a pretty big YouTuber does like this Hunger Games series, and they all start in a room and then they have to go get supplies and shit. Like it's kind of cool what they're able to do with it, but it's a big open thing. Like it's fantastic. I want a little big planet, world. but it'll kind of like Minecraft in a three D space, like a three D platformer version. Of That's what everyone tells me. Disney Infinity is what. Yeah. Welcome to my world of debating whether or not to buy a children's game, Will. Shit, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> Using all my money on gaming. <laughs> not like I wasn't already doing that anyway, but I should rephrase that. Using all my money on current gen gaming. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, on children's gaming. <laughs> It's it's hard, like, regardless of how acceptable oh, it is for adults to buy these things, Sorry. it was like, I wanted to wear a mask when I went into the store to buy fucking <laughs> Skylanders. Like, yeah. it's embarrassing. I would never be embarrassed to buy a Pokemon I think I game. bought it. I don't give a fuck. I bought it, I think, when Yakuza 4 came out, or Yakuza Dead Souls. I think it was, like, the same time, so it's like, yeah, I'll take the game where you shoot zombies and you play as these tough ass Japanese mafia guys and then I'll take Skylanders with two of these figures because I think the animals look cool. <laughs> Just like, yeah, it's for my little sister or something. I don't know. <laughs> I worked with them. They knew I didn't have a little brother or sister. <laughs> it's horrible. Fuck you, <laughs> Fuck you, Corey. <laughs> I'm going to order things anonymously online from now on. <laughs> They don't know my, yeah, my history. <laughs> that shit on, uh, on, um, what's the thing? I'm looking for the word that Chrome browser lets you. Incognito, there we go. Oh, yeah, incognito. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, for me, I think, there's this game. Oh, I completely forgot the name of it already. I should have been prepared for this because I fucking prepared this whole thing. Um, it's a game that's really colorful. and I think it's a platformer action game. It's is a, it Project Spark? No, but that looks really interesting too, actually. Is it Knack? No, I, well, not Knack. I want to get oh. Knack, but that's not the game I'm referring to. It's an indie game, I think. Um, hmm. PS4. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just for the PS4, right? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Oh, I was, it's like, what was that? See if I can find is it. Is it like a single word? It was like the Xbox 360 equivalent of, um, Fuck. What was that? Mm, that was a great game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> I, I know it was only posted like in the last day or so. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was very recently that they even like. It's not N plus plus. No. It's not Primal Carnage. No. If it's what I think it is. Uh... Oh my god! I am so bad at this now. What the fuck? I know, I know this. I know the name of this game. I know this. I got this. Did I put it in the you agenda? No, I didn't. I should have put it in the agenda. Oh, yeah, I didn't see it there. Uh, <laughs> uh, go to the next person. I need to figure out what this game is because I really want to get this game because it looks really beautiful. The standout game is The Elder Scrolls Online. 
Yeah, uh, but that, uh, saw, that subscription price, though. So, yo, fuck you. Same <laughs> World of Warcraft, and I'm going to play it for at least, like, three months to see if I want to continue playing it. Or at least until the next Elder Scrolls game comes out. Single-player one. Mm. Yeah. Um, I saw the uh, footage from QuakeCon. Apparently, they're letting people play it at Gamescon. Come and that is just crazy because I want my hands in that right now. Because I'm, getting bored of, <laughs> I'm getting bored of Skyrim again, even with all the mods. Really? Yeah, I want to. I want to be online with like other people and just be a yeah. dragon knight and like stab them in the face. Like that's <laughs> that's my. It's that's rhyme. That. It's called rhyme. R I M E. Rhyme. Yes. Mm, really? Seriously, dude. I'm gonna. Oh. Damn it! Speeding time. <laughs> I was even looking for game. But yeah, nah. Elder Scrolls Online, totally. Because everybody's like, "Oh, this game would be awesome with multiplayer." But I kind of want to see like how many people just hate it because it has multiplayer. Because <laughs> I feel like that's gonna be a thing. Like I might even hate it too, but I'm I'm still curious. I feel like it's a recipe selfish. for success. Like it is the best idea ever. Nah, not really. What? <laughs> I don't like when things go MMO. Really? Well, what yeah, other just... games can you think of that went MMO that really shouldn't have? Uh, Battlefield. Like, they made Battlefield Heroes, which is kind of an MMO. They did a Shimigami Tensei Imagine series, which was an MMO, yeah. and it was horrible. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, fun for like 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. damn, fuck you, Will. Shit, I thought that there weren't that many games that went that route. And... No, there's a bunch of them that ended up going to MMOs. Like, whenever they do it and they add that subscription pro, I don't like Final Fantasy 11 or 14. I did the beta testing for 14, A Realm Reborn. Yeah. And it was just, it's like every other MMO. Well, it's, and you it's need to be online to play fuck. it. It was very confusing. Like, you had to really, like, look into a lot of shit. Because, like, I was... Uh, playing with one of my friends and like i try to join her game a bunch of times i'm like you have to be in the exact same spot basically as the person in order to know where the fuck they are in the world in relation to where you are and it didn't really it it had a terrible way of like the parting system was non-existent basically and there's no voice chat that sucks yeah fuck man but it was it was a fun game but this is kind of why i wish dot hack and cyber connect didn't have like financial issues because they came out with a oh and i wish that they continued with a dot hack fragment because they came out with an mmo that was basically a clone of dot hack but you could play it offline and online and your character levels offline would transfer to the online character like fantasy star fantasy star they need to do that is my favorite model for an mmo yeah that's pretty legit they need to do that for ps4 I would play Fancy Star. They have a Vita one coming out. Heck? They have a Vita one coming out? Yeah, it's been out in Japan since February. They oh, did yeah. Fancy Star Online too, and it's really good. It's very linear, just like the other Fantasy Star games, but they're fun. Yeah, and it looks better. There's more options and stuff. But they're doing it. They did it for Vita, and they're supposed to be bringing it here for PC and Vita as well. Dude, I might get a Vita because there's that. There's more Masa. Um, and they're Fantasy, on sale. Stars. Fantasy Star isn't enough to make me get a Vita. Well, I'm getting a PS4 as well, so like I, I'm going to be using Remote Play definitely if I get a Vita. Cause for, for like what? Like what are you going to use Remote Play for? Well, Zach likes to watch sports, <laughs> and he likes to watch other shit on TV, and I like to play. Oh, so. oh you're just talking like in relation to your roommate situation. Not, 
because well, there are any games that you really need to play remote play for. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, those are those are what I would use remote play for, basically. Um, but but there are games on the Vita alone that I would would really like to get. Like there are certain games that would that would play really awesome on it. For example, um, I want to get Persona, of course. I want to I want to play the Vita games that are already available, like Gravity Rush. I want to get more Soul Sacrifice. Soul Sacrifice. I heard a really great stuff about from you and from a bunch of people. Um, Muramasa again. Um, there's, uh, I keep forgetting the name of it, but it's like Monster Hunter, but it's set in Japan. Oh, to- 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 yeah, I forget what it's called. Yeah, it's, it's something it's like not that. Out here. Yeah, but I, I don't even know if we're getting it. Oh, uh, if we don't get it, I'm gonna be depressed. <laughs> we don't get a lot of things, so you should just be used to that by now. <laughs> I should be. I found screenshots for it, but it wasn't the same thing, Jay. Yeah, I don't I, even know how to pronounce it. I feel like so stupid. Resogun. It's like Resogun or Res yeah. Zero Gun. Res Zero Gun. <laughs> it's pretty. It's like um, Super Stardust. It's like yeah, Super Stardust when they of, released that. I remember this, and it looks like it's going in a 3D plane, but it actually isn't. It's just going side scrolling. It's cool. And it's just PS4. That's a PS4 exclusive that they were talking about the other day. Yeah, there's a lot of PS4 exclusive games that are like smaller, like indie digestible games that I, I'm really like. They were talking about like, oh, there's too many indie games for the Gamescom. I'm like, guys. This is where some of our most interesting ideas come from, indie games, because these are the guys who aren't afraid of taking risks. Like, Dive Kick, for example, like, I was seconds away from buying that. And I've hmm. heard, and like, I've seen people play the game, and I've heard nothing but, like, they start off as a joke game, and people are really digging it. All you can do is dive and, and like, jump and kick, right? That's, That's essentially it. it. And I think <laughs> if you hold the dive button, you'll, you, the jump button, you'll, like, go backwards or whatever. And then, like, every character has, like, a special ability if you press the two of them at the same time if you're doing really well. So it's, like, it's the simplest game you can play, but it's just, like, a mind game to play with your friends if you're, like, hanging around a bunch of people. And it's, like, all right, I'll fuck you up with this dive. And you can fucking the kick. And then, I heard they were making a controller for that game. Just two, like, just a two giant button controller. <laughs> just, I, I don't know if it was a joke or if it's a Kickstarter, but I honestly heard that they were doing that. I heard rumors that it's a thing that's going to happen. <clears throat> That's, 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 that's kind of sad. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Evo it's, it's Evo certified, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I don't know if it's Evo certified yet, dude. I think it's gonna be an Evo. It'll I mean, be a dark day in fighting games. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, speaking of games that are going to Evo. I'm the Ryu sure. uh, on your shirt is crying now. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure PlayStation All-Stars could have been a really great game if they had not only... Game blows butts! <laughs> we played it yesterday. <laughs> it was fun. I don't know what you're talking about. It sucks, dude. Even though I got, like, I got like a score of 12. I don't know how that happened. You, you get killed with, whenever you get kills with your special attacks, that's what happens. Like We had a, two people who had no idea what was going on, and then we had me and Dan. And they were yeah. just like running around into his attacks like all the time. So great, so great. Like, God damn it, guys, run into my attacks. Game, that game still blows ass, so I'm not gonna lie. You don't like it because it's a Super Smash Brothers ripoff, dude. It, and it's not a good one. Like at that, like, if they had seriously. if they had implemented a system where you didn't have to win by using special attacks, but just by doing damage, it would have yes. been a better game. It would have made way more sense. Yep, and I wouldn't hate it as much. And they should have included. It's Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. And Salt Snake. Yeah, that too. They don't even have Snake in there? No. And it's a Sony fucking exclusive game with Sony fucking characters. They have Raiden. 
Yeah. They have Big Daddy, don't they? They have Big Daddy. That's weird. Uh, How did Sony get the exclusive for that? I thought 2K was, was all big on Xbox. Yeah, but Xbox doesn't have its own brawler. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I think it's because Snake was in Super Smash Brothers. Fuck that. I don't care. Yeah, that's probably why. I'd still put him in. Fuck it. <laughs> there might be a hold on him for a couple more years. Mm. Unless he's going to be in the new Smash Brothers, then he's going to be locked in eternally for Nintendo. Yeah, most likely. I'm just They're glad they're going to make his limbs shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Your cat's awesome. Thanks. Um. So yeah, those those are that's what I'm basically most excited about coming out of Gamescom. I mean, that's one of the games I'm most excited about. I want to like Drive Club more than I'm I'm liking it, but they like it's it, they've only shown alpha footage of the game. It's gonna be free, right? Yeah, it's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be partly free. Well, yeah, yeah. Partly. It's like a pay-to-go thing, right? Yeah, it's so like a PlayStation Plus version or something mm-hmm. that's like free. And that you got like I think a car or several, but you don't have access to the full game. Right. You do have to pay for for that. Yeah. For the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gives you a chance to try it though, so you can be like, yeah. yes, this is this much worse than Gran Turismo Six. <laughs> <laughs> or Forza at that. <laughs> Yeah. Is Forza coming out for PS4? No, no. No. Forza's not ever coming out. Yeah, right? (laughs) Forza is the best driving sim. Like, way better than Grand Turismo. From what I hear, I haven't played... I've played, like, the original Forza, and I was like, oh, this is cool. But I never played, like, the later ones that were for, like, 316 stuff. But, like, I've heard from everyone. Like, yeah, this kind of blows everything GTA does out of the water. GTA. 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 I mean, GT. Sorry. Yeah. GTA. Those gun mechanics in Forza are horrible. <laughs> they're so bad. They're not even there. God. <laughs> but they're making a Gran Turismo movie now. Don't I? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the, I, I, the the creator of Gran Turismo denied them for like seven years until he heard the story of a guy that was actually playing Gran Turismo and became a professional racer. And he was like, "Yeah, that's a good movie." That actually might be cool yeah, if they do it like a documentary. Yeah. I don't want it to be Gran Turismo the movie with a storyline. I want it to be a documentary. Yeah. Like th- That sounds really cool. Like That sells how realistic, cool. I guess, the simulation driving in Gran Turismo is. I feel like it's yeah. not going to happen, though. No, we're going to get some Hollywood bullshit about Gran Turismo the movie. Uh, that's what I'm feeling. <laughs> right. But I would love if they did that the right way. My Malik is on. God damn it. <laughs> like an hour late <laughs> seriously <laughs> wait i don't see him on he just said yo said oh. yo damn it all right we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna invite him in we're gonna see what happens here can i go back to bed <laughs> if you want to you're more than welcome to <laughs> all right it was great first half of the black only podcast stand the men fuck yeah, yeah. Everybody in the chat. This guy's awesome. He's mad clutch. He's like, yo, I can come on. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, Dan. Good night, everyone else. (laughs) Later, Dan. I'll be in the chat. I'll be in the chat. Good shit. If they even have that, I think they dropped a little moniker on the end. So, but it's still in development. They're still Mm -hmm. hardened away, and it's just next gen only. They said. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that again Mm -hmm. because the. I guess the alpha footage we saw, what, months ago was really years awesome. Ago, dude. That was a long time ago. It wasn't that long ago, was it? I, last year. I worked at GameStop when that footage came out. That was like a year oh, ago. Man. Gosh. <laughs> That's how long I've been waiting already. It's, it felt like that was yesterday. <laughs> dude, I remember meeting a bunch of you guys on uh, originally when we played, uh, what's that shit? 
Rainbow Six Las Vegas? Yes. Yeah, man. I remember that. Those are the days. You're a good shot. That was a good shot. <sighs> Those were the days. Had my silencer. <laughs> had my freaking... I don't remember what scope I had, but I was... It was me, you, Bauer, uh, Maverick, and JC Mac. This rolling together all the time. Gosh, that's right. I don't know if I told this story to you before, but you know how in uh, Rainbow Six Vegas you can use the Xbox Eye to take a picture of your face and yeah. put it on your character? Yeah. So I no, made the I mistake. Didn't. My mom was visiting me, and I made the mistake of putting her face on my character. <laughs> and you know how when you die, you can see your body on the ground? And if you get hit in the face, there's like a red shot mark where you got hit or whatever. I had to walk by like three versions of my dead mom. I was, I was like, Mom, I don't think we should do this anymore. It was horrifying. That is awful. She was smiling when she took the picture. Her <laughs> it really it just it freaked me out. That's my only Rainbow Six Vegas story. That's it. Oh, my God. That's probably why you stopped playing <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Malik, you there? Yeah, what's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. What's up, guys? How's it going? Ah, it's going well, man. How about you? It's going pretty well, man. Pretty well. I've uh <laughs> sorry I'm late. <laughs> it's all good, man. You're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was actually up like super early this morning and then uh freaking just dozed off and uh just for like one hour. And I was I was literally up like eight eight thirty, so <sighs> craziness, craziness over here on the West Coast. <laughs> How, how's it going with you guys? Well, I, I I feel like I'm just like jumping into the conversation. Nah, I heard Rainbow Six Vegas. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> we were reflecting on uh, the early days of our gaming on this generation. <laughs> no, that that game has a very very special place in my heart. It really it, is. Yeah, very special place. It's the reason why like I started my YouTube channel. It's really? like the catalyst for like everything as far as this generation goes for me. So. Yeah, I became a much bigger first-person shooter fan after, um, well, honestly, after Halo came out. That was when I really became a big first-person shooter fan. But then when Rainbow Six Vegas came out, I was like, all right, military shooters, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) I felt like I was too stupid to play the other Rainbow Six games because they had way more tactics than uh, Vegas had. It seemed like Vegas was more run-and-gun. You could play it like a shooter instead of being like, oh, breach this, clear this, everyone walk in a straight line behind me. You were hiding behind shit while people were just spraying you with bullets. It was way more fun. Yeah. That's true. That is definitely true. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember. I tried the Rainbow running gun approach in Rainbow Six Las Vegas. Um, <laughs> it, it didn't work out too well for no. me, so I just stopped doing that. <laughs> it you, you're more competitive players in Rainbow Six, though. They, they, they know how to use everything that was offered. You know, they mm-hmm. use the GPS. You know, they use the the jammers. Uh, a lot of the more competitive players, they didn't play with armor because they wanted to be more mobile. Yeah. And you'd be able to get around a lot faster. Um, pretty much all the competitive players used the FAMAS because the, ga- the gun didn't have any recoil at all. Basically. So you could basically just spray that gun and just <laughs> kill people from like across the map without aiming down the sights. Yeah, um, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, once you learned like all the little tricks and stuff, it, it got pretty competitive. It yeah, got it got competitive. really competitive. Like I remember we, uh, I joined a, a clan. We had the EXE clan, Tactical Execution. And that shit was great. Oh. <laughs> it was great. We did. Um, it was I, awesome. Did we do game battles or not? I don't remember if we did, but we we went through and we was just wrecking shit online. But I hear that. Yeah, it was good. You want to know one of, one of the really cool tricks that uh, people used to do on there? Um, so you remember you could customize your character in the color 
of everything on your character. Yeah. Well, well, they used to do this thing where uh, the people on your team, they had like that little Rainbow Six icon over their head, the green icon. Mm -hmm. So the, the really smart players would put a green hat on their head to confuse people. Oh. To, <laughs> to make to make people think that they were on their team, that was like something that was really, really annoying. <laughs> I did not even think about that. What? That's such yeah. a dick move. That is such a <laughs> dick move. Because I look and go, oh, that's all right, and then get shot from behind like five seconds later. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> uh, we were just um before we got sidetracked on Rainbow Six, <laughs> we were talking about what our standout games from Gamescoms were. Um, okay. I mentioned there's this game called uh, Rhyme. Rhyme, yeah. Rhyme looks, yeah. I, I, I a game that looked like like Ico, kind of. Yeah, it looked like Ico. So someone on this link is saying like it looks like a mixture between Ico and um, and Wind Waker. Right, I'm, right. I'm about that life right now. That sounds pretty pretty cool. <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. I, I actually made the mistake of thinking it was an indie game when I first saw it. It's not. But, Apparently it isn't from what I'm from what I'm hearing, because um, I, I actually was talking about it and then I had a whole bunch of people like comment back to me like that's not an indie game. Oh, shit. <laughs> I still haven't researched to it? see like who's developing this game, but what uh, game is it? R I M E rhyme. It says it's R by Tequila Works, and I never heard of them before. No, I've heard of it before too, but I didn't know much about. It. I thought it was an indie game too. I really did. Shit. Oh yeah. By the way, I forgot to introduce you guys to everyone. All right, so. <laughs> So Corey over here, he goes by Greed. Hey, this, this is uh, uh, my brain just kind of brain farted there. Dave, <laughs> he goes by What's Soil, up? aka Sode, System of the Down. Thank you. What's up, man? What's up? This is Malik Forte, aka the Truth. The Malik. Truth is it? <laughs> the Truth or the <duh> Truth? <laughs> like, what's your tag, man? Out there I go in the by game world. I go by I go by I used to go by the truth the truth MVP that's what a lot of people call me because that was my YouTube that's my YouTube channel's name but nowadays I just go by my name Malik or so, some people call me Malik Foreplay because that's like my handle for like Twitter and everything else. <laughs> There's a story behind that I don't want to go too deep in. <laughs> oh man, I, we gotta hear that story at some point. <laughs> yeah, like if we're online sometime playing, I want to hear that story. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely don't mind going into it. It, it. it comes from my dark, dark past of getting picked on in high school and well, middle actually, school. Let's, let's, if you don't mind, we can get into it. Uh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, why not? So, my last name, my last name is Forte. Mm -hmm. uh, like Matt Forte. Know, like Matt Forte. Yeah, like yeah. rapping Forte. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, people just used to like think that was just like the coolest thing, and they thought they'd just go ahead and make a play on words. And so the, a lot of people started calling me Manalik Foreplay instead of calling me Malik Forte. Wow. And so after a while, people didn't want to say Manalik. They just kind of wanted to shorten it, and then they just started calling me Foreplay. And then the name just <laughs> stuck after that. So like back in my hometown in Cincinnati, a lot of people refer to me as Four or Foreplay. That's it. That's what people call me. <laughs> And so I, it just stuck, and I kind of just got used to it. So I was just like, oh, okay, Malik Foreplay. And then, like, a lot of people, they'll see the Twitter name, and they'll see Malik Foreplay, and they'll be like, oh, because he's a gamer. He's just Foreplay. Right. They don't understand that it's not like that. It's kind of like <laughs> just two Nick, my real name and nickname combined, pretty much. I basically thought it was like a play on words. Like, yeah, it's like, yo, this is Malik Foreplay, and, you know, like Foreplay for gaming, but also like Foreplay, like teasing type of thing. 
Yeah, yeah. That's clever, but (laughs) it's still clever. I mean, there's so many entendres to it. So I'm just like, okay, I'll roll with it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) That's legit. (laughs) Um, Take a bad situation and make a good one out of it. Basically, basically. (laughs) I, um, Damn, there was there was something similar that happened with me. I mean, I don't go by any of those things, but like that's kind of the idea behind uh, Black Oni. Um, as many of you know, Oni is another word for demon or like an ogre creature um, originating in Japan. Um, but it also, I guess, in a later translation, is like the like a, a modern day gargoyle, for example. So what we would think of like a guardian angel type of not guardian angel, like a guardian or a protector of like a temple. And so the idea behind Black Oni is for the character, you know, Jay Blaze. He is referred to as the Black Oni. It was originally like, like, oh, he's this demon creature, you know, but he's he's actually a protector. He's a guardian, so it's kind of... I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, the next thing on here was we're talking about some of the latest game releases, and we did touch on Saints Row 4 a little bit, mm-hmm. and we touched on Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell as well. I, I, I love Splinter Cell so far. That game's dope. Oh, oh yeah. It's so good. Um, but XCOM Declassified just came out as well. And I'm, I'm so sad that that game didn't get the, uh, the reviews I was hoping it would get. People are all over the board for that. They've been going as high as like mid-8s and as low as, a, I think it was a 4 on, or a 4.5 on, was it Destructoid? I can't remember. Yeah, Destructoid <laughs> gave it a 5, I think. I've been hearing lots of mixed reviews about Declassified. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a recipe for success, though. I mean, like, I love XCOM, Enemy Unknown. It's right. hard as fuck, <laughs> but I like the game. It's like, if this I one's my- like um, Mass Effect, though, like a shooter with RPG elements, though, right? Yeah, and you can so control... It's not, even, like, it's not really a real-time strategy like the first one was, or the last yeah. one they made? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's got, it's got, like, the elements of real-time strategy, so, like, at any time you can, like you can slow down time and choose what your teammates will do and like where they'll go and stuff like that and who they'll target. And so you have control over your teammates at, uh, at most times, but they still have that permadeath system in there. And you can only have like two or three people with you at a time. Mm. I think they, at least at first, I think they give you more as you keep going on. But like they said, like a lot of the dynamics didn't actually end up working out very well. Like they would, they would, the difficulty was, was, like, they had a checkpoint system, but they also had, like, a thing where, like, if you die, either way, it brings you back to that checkpoint. So, I don't yeah. know. There's a, there's a couple of things in this that they, they did not like about the dynamic between how it was working and, like, what your risk factor was for doing poorly. <laughs> I don't know. It's a shame. It is a shame, because I, I remember yeah. E3, they were talking about XCOM, and, like, the, the trailer they showed was for this game that's coming out, not for the one that... Um, not for enemy unknown. It was like, oh, this looks amazing. This looks so cool. And then, like, we didn't hear anything about this game for like a year. <laughs> like, what happened to this game? Is it still in development? Like, is it still a thing? <laughs> On the XCOM, they announced the new DLC for that, right? Was it Enemy Within or something like that? Yeah. There's a new XCOM DLC for the first one. Yeah, they did. They announced. Um, I didn't even actually read anything about that. I was like, oh, cool. More DLC. More DLC. I'll check that out because I, I figured I will anyway. Um, let's see. Rabbit Zombie Apocalypse. I don't know if you guys know anything about that. Never Rabbit, heard of it. Wait, 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 wait. Rabbit Zombie Game Apocalypse? No, no. Rabbit <laughs> Zombie Apocalypse. I just fucked up the wording in that. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> wait, like Rayman Ra- Rabbids? 
<laughs> is that what we're talking about? <laughs> Zombie rabbits. That'd be that'd be cool. <laughs> um, dive like kick. Music. We were just talking about dive kick not too long Oh ago. my god, I freaking love dive kick. That's what I'm saying though. Tell me, tell me about your experiences with dive dude, kick. Dude, dude, let me tell you something. <laughs> dive kick is like the most simplistic, like. <laughs> fighting game of all time and i think that's what makes it like so much fun right but like but like it's not even simplistic it's like really it's like complex simplicity because you can really you can make it complex Mm -hmm. you know they they just add just enough to where you can make this game freaking like something ultra strategic and i think that's just freaking awesome um my first experience with the game was at pax east Earlier this year, which I think is what March, yeah. So he was in, I, I, he was in my hometown. <laughs> yeah, I was there, man. I was there, and freaking, I went. I went up to the booth, and uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, the competitive fighting scene, but uh, Evo. there's Mike. Ro- Mike Ross is like one of the competitive fighting figureheads. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know him, and so he's up there, kind of showing off the game. And I, I walk up, and I, I've seen Mike multiple times. So I'm like, hey, what's up, man? What is this game? And he's like, freaking. Super excited! Oh, you gotta try this game. This game is gonna be the next, the next big thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there watching people press like two big ass buttons, and I'm like, this guy can't be serious, man. He can't be serious at all. So, I went ahead, you know, I sat down, and um, gave it a shot, and I was hooked, man. I was super hooked after that, and I've been waiting for the game to come out since. Yeah, man. I keep hearing the same thing from everybody who's played it. It's like, yo, it's it's simple, but it's strategic if you if you know what you're doing, you can psych your play you can psych the other people out because like you can determine when you're gonna go into your kick once you dive. So if you go into it early and the other person tries to go in seeing you do it, you can jump just in time to get them at the same time. So Right, right. Yeah. And they all have they all have different kicks. They they, they, that attack from different trajectories and they all have like special abilities and um there's so like anybody who's a, a fan of the fighting game scene, they're gonna freaking love it because they pay so much like fan service to like the fighting game community. Yeah, they got uh, <laughs> they got Seth Killian in it now, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they have like they have like Seth Killian. They have like uh, freaking um, Mark Mann from Mad Cats in there. <laughs> <laughs> they have a uh, Jay Faley who's like uh, one of the tournament organizers uh, in the fighting game community, and like pretty much every time he wins a round. His head grows bigger <laughs> because he's like an egotistical guy. A lot, a lot of people know him because he's like really, really egotistical. That so like, awesome. if he wins around, his head grows bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and so it's kind of hard to win with him. But he does have like a good kick. So <laughs> it's just pretty awesome how they, you know, sprinkled in that that fan service for everybody who follows the fighting game community. Right, right. I did. I definitely noticed that. And like Seth Killing can fight. He like he has his hands going like this. Yeah, and then he he teleports as part of his jump, so he's just like godly, basically. (laughs) Pretty much, he's godlike, man. Super godlike. I I I was tempted to actually download that game for the little get together I had yesterday. I was like, this would be hilarious to watch people play this right now because they would have no idea what the fuck to go into. (laughs) Been great. Um, There's might and magic X Legacy. I know Corey has some words about that. I've only looked at the videos and the pictures because I I recently got into like a 4X strategy kick on PC mm-hmm. and I want to say they changed it to a first person dungeon crawler instead of being like a Heroes of Might and Magic RTS game. I, or not RTS, uh, like turn-based strategy game. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even 
pay it any mind. It just doesn't look at all like what I'm used to for Might and Magic games. I don't know, uh, correct me, other than like Dark Messiah, what other FPS style or just first-person dungeon-crawling Might and Magic games were there? Was it always like that before they did the Heroes series? Or I don't know. I actually have no idea. I never played any of the Might and Magic games. It's, it doesn't look good. Not my series. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know anything about it, basically. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm one of those people who freaking am in the dark on Mighty Magic, for the most part, as well. Yeah, yeah I, I gotta agree. <laughs> I put it in in case someone knew a little something that I didn't know, but <laughs> all I know is I didn't like how it looked. Basically, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think playing turn-based turn-based RPGs on the PC is something that I can find myself doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's such an old type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but like, and when I think PC, I think point and click, but I don't think turn-based RPG. I don't, it just doesn't, it doesn't fit for me. I don't know. Right. I feel you. I know exactly what you're saying. Like, I, I, I feel like it's either point and click or, like, Twitch gameplay or, or even just real-time strategy completely. But I yeah. don't even playing like a, a, like a traditional RPG, JRPG on, on PC. Right, right, exactly. I guess I never tried it, though, so I can't even... I played Pokemon on PC before, so that's different. <laughs> no, they made it for emulated. PC. No, they didn't, but, you know, I found a way. <laughs> <laughs> there's emulators out there and stuff. Yeah, there's the internet and all that. <laughs> good point. Good, good point. Uh, we actually were talking about Disney Infinity for a little while before you came on board. <laughs> Disney Infinity. Wow, man. What, what, what can I say about Disney Infinity? It's, it's, it's OP, Yo, I, I will say that they are going to make so much money for no reason. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> just because of the people that are in it. Like, right? I, I, I'm not going to lie. I saw The Incredibles and I'm like, I'm sold. Yo, <laughs> we were just talking about it. It's like you know, part of me would feel a little shame going to the, the store to buy that, but the other part of me is like, you know what? I could have Buzz Lightyear and Jack Sparrow together on a team. Exactly. Sucking. <laughs> How do you beat that? I don't know, man. If you put Solid Snake in there somehow, he's not a Disney character, but I don't care. Do yeah, it. Can you I'm imagine happy. like the the non Disney licensed characters that they're inevitably gonna be putting in the game? You know it's gonna happen. They're gonna have Arcade extra it. like PlayStation or Wii U exclusives or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gonna have Wolverine yeah. and Iron Man. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was the thing they talked about. I'm gonna have freaking Darth Darth Vader and yeah, Darth Vader. Yoda. <laughs> They could get yeah. away doing the Clone Wars versions because that kind of looks like the same art style. They really could. That's that would be really awesome. That mm. would be sick. Oh, man. I'm thinking of uh, Ashoka. She's such a badass, man. I love her. <laughs> uh, there is... Actually, before we move on to the next part, I figure I might as well ask you this. We already answered this question before. What's the one IP you wish they'd make a great game based off of? Really, what what is what is like that one game that they they have this idea and they have this they have the IP the intellectual property but they just didn't execute the game well or what is like something that doesn't exist already that you would love to see just execute beautifully? You mean as far as uh, like any? Does it matter who develops it or? I mean, it could be whoever you want to develop it, just as long as it, I mean, if it would happen. <laughs> like, my example was a, a Gundam game. Like, even though there's a bunch of Gundam games that only released in Japan, like, I want, like, what, I, what I'm thinking of is, like, something like Battlefield meets Zone of the Enders, where, like, you can go into your Gundam, and it'll control, like, the way they control in, like, Zone of the Enders. Oh, okay, yeah. 
Yeah, I hear you. I want to go um, like that. <clears throat> I'll tell you something that I've always dreamed of. Um, I'm a big, big fan of the Matrix trilogy. And I played like the games like Enter the Matrix and Path of Neo. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed them for what they were. But oh, and I also played like the PC MMO Matrix too. Matrix Online. Matrix Online, yeah. I played that too. Like I was into I tried to get into all the games, but I felt I still felt like there was no like legitimate, like true Matrix experience. Mm. What I would like would be like to actually be able to like log in, like to have a game. It'd be an, it'd be like an MMO kind of. And uh basically you'd have like a ship. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like on your own, like freaking ship from Zion. So like, you wouldn't be like on the Nebuchadnezzar that the ship Neo was on, but you'd be like on your own ship with your own crew, which would be like your clan mates or whatever. And basically, you guys would all like, you know, do different missions. And some of the missions would be like actually like in the real world, and some of the missions would be in the Matrix, and you jack in. And like in the mm-hmm. Matrix, you go in and like do these missions, and freaking have agents on top of you, and like people. You basically have to choose a side too. You could play like as like the humans, the resistance, or you could play as like the freaking zom or not. Uh, I was gonna say zombies. What the hell? <laughs> the, machines. Uh, the machines. The machines. The yeah. machines. Yeah. So like the people who play as the machines, they can jack into the matrix too, but they'd be like sentinels and stuff. And basically, their whole like existence would be like trying to like capture humans in the real world and like use them as batteries and power. And they need them for their existence and stuff. And basically, as humans, your whole you know, uh, agenda would be like freeing humans and freeing them and getting them out and stuff. That'd be kind of dope. Uh, yeah, it'd be dope. I, I, the 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 idea is like freaking so deep. I could go on for it because <laughs> I've no, been thinking you, about you it. You got a lot of good concepts in there. Like some of the technology or the games we got coming out. Like they could take a little bit of this or a little bit of that. It's yeah. possible. Yeah, yeah, I, it's definitely possible. You know, and like the gameplay mechanic would be like. The gameplay mechanics could be like super cool, you know. They could have like, they could do like a Max Payne thing where they have like the bullet time mm-hmm. type thing going on. I love Max you know? Payne. Yeah, but mix yeah. in some true crime with it. Mix in some of your karate moves too at the same right. time. Yeah, flow down. Yeah, and they could do I'll something be real so cool. badass. <laughs> <laughs> they could do something real cool, like you know how on Assassin's Creed. I don't know if you ever play like the multiplayer, but like when you're mm-hmm. walking in the crowds, how like they have a thing where you can try to blend in with everybody. Right. So like, say you're like. You're playing on the side of the agents and the and the sentinels and the robots, and you're inside the matrix and you're trying to find humans. Like when you're walking in the crowd, it have like that little the little beacon that shows you when you're closer to a human. So like you actually be like inside the matrix trying to find like other people who are humans and trying to take them down. And that beacon would kind of show you like what direction they're in, but it won't show you exactly who they are. That would be kind of yeah. like that's that's cool. And like the thing about the next generation that I'm really looking forward to is that. There's so much integration within the single player experience and the multiplayer experience that like right. they blend seamlessly together now. Like the b- best example I could think of was like Destiny, where you're just you're going about your business and you you ha- might have one of your friends along the ride and someone else joins in in the game. They just drop down from an airship. There's no menus. There's no like fiddling through all this stuff. Like oh, I gotta invite him. I gotta make sure voice chat is enabled and all this other crap. None of that. <laughs> Like I'm, that's like one of the things I'm most excited about. Like being able to go yeah. into public events, like on the fly, as you're in a physical space, as opposed to in a menu. Right. So, so I, yeah. I super agree with you on that. Yeah. 
yeah, man, Soon. I'm I'm ready, man. I got my PS4 paid off already. Like it's it's ready. <laughs> oh, November fifteenth, we're almost there. Taking vacation that whole week, man. <laughs> t- my my life is over that day. <laughs> <laughs> no one called me. I don't want to hear nobody saying, "Hey, you know, I need someone to drive me to the hospital. My leg is cut off." Nope, don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I've been I've been pretty vocal to everybody who all my close friends and my loved ones that, you know, if you call my phone, you're going to get a voicemail. Just know I'm not dead. I'm fine. You know, I'll at least I'll at least like tweet once a day to let everybody know, hey, I'm still here. I'm still feeding myself, still feeding myself. You know, I might not be showering, but nope. (laughs) No shame. It's real out here in the PlayStation 4 land. It's real out here. It really is. Oh, man. The next part of the agenda <laughs> is gaming news. There's a lot of gaming oh. news that came out of this past week. So at any point, you guys can interject and, and add to this like we have already been doing anyway. Um, Sony seems keen on delivering as much content out of the box as possible and giving you the best value in terms of next gen. Does what they're offering make up for the lack of a built-in camera when it comes to the PS4 versus the Xbox One, because now we're hearing Xbox One is bundling the FIFA with its console. I don't want the camera. <laughs> I could care less about that stupid camera. Most people don't want it. Because <laughs> it's the only thing you need it for are the games that require, like, or have options for that type of stuff. And I'm assuming, because they have those move-esque lights on the back, Mm-hmm. of the controllers, that that's going to be something that you need the PlayStation Eye for. Mm-hmm. But I didn't need a PlayStation 3 Eye, so who, like, you don't really need it. It's going to be a gimmick. Right. Yeah, I'm super with you on that. Mm. My, I'm, I'm really torn between this right now, because, like, I keep, the more I keep saying it out loud and, like, talking to people about it, the more I keep thinking in my head, like, there's probably some crazy innovation that we aren't going to see implemented as well because it's not a standard feature within the box. And I think this is yeah. where Xbox was trying to go with their approach. I mean, they completely fucked that all up with the way they presented everything. But yeah, definitely, dude. They really did. But I, I like this part of me is just saying, like, what if, like, <clears throat> what if in the next big shooter, like, as a standard feature, we would have had the ability, like, for example, like the facial mapping. Like, I would love that ability to do for an Elder Scrolls game instead of me having to fiddle through all the sliders to make my character the way I wanted to look, which is like me anyway. It would just be done for me. Something else Did that was on Rainbow see, Six, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Did anyone Rainbow see the Six? Blood Mask reviews, by the way? The what? Blood Mask, the Square... Sorry to interrupt. Uh, the Square Enix, like, portable game for PC... I mean, uh, iPad and iPhone. I'm about to look that shit up. You can do... They have face mapping where you put your guy on... Like, you put your face on it, and it just doesn't look right. They had one of these guys <laughs> who reviewed it. He was wearing a hat and glasses, and, like, he has a beard, so it's all cut off at certain angles, oh and he played the whole game with this character. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about the face mapping thing. I, it, it definitely needs fine-tuning. Yeah. Every, I know Rainbow Six face mapping, I, they used to give me a receding hairline <laughs> a lot. Or depending on the lighting in the room, I'd have, like, a very, very yellow face. It like I have jaundice or something. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, I think... I think th- the technology is at a point now where they're able to do a lot of stuff. Like what they showed off with the Kinect, for example, how it was able to like figure out where you know certain features of your face are are protruding and not protruding, and like the pigment and like all that stuff. Like the technology is there and the ideas are there. It's just the way it's implemented. And like I'm wondering if 
if there was a way that developers have these ideas that they want to experiment with, but they're just not going to fuck with it because they're like, not that many people are going to have this, so I'm not going to bother type of thing. Right. I don't know, unless it's right, right. like a Microsoft exclusive game. I mean, in my opinion, when they first came out with all those policies and procedures, if they would have, well, first off, not done any of that, <laughs> but came out with Project <laughs> Spark first, if they came out with that mm. demo of, of what it's capable of, of what you can do with all that technology, which was really cool to see, mm-hmm. to go from that simple concept of creating a level and just adding on and adding on and making that huge masterpiece at the end. Right. Like, that's cool. That's something only they'll be able to get, but... I think it's time will tell where that technology will go. Right. I'm not sure yet. And I think in time they'll probably even make the PlayStation camera even you know less expensive. When they realize yeah. no one buys it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. I do have mine pre-ordered. I'm deciding whether or not I want to actually keep it or not. I, <laughs> I played Move games. Like I played Resistance on a Move, and that that game was ill. I loved it on Move. Um, right. And I played like a couple of the other like party games, like the um, what is it called? The sports champions and um, sorcery. Like I just got sorcery. And I played that for a little yeah. while. Like that's a really fun game. Um, yeah. Those are like those are move move only features type of thing. So I don't know. I'll, I'll have one for. I'll I'll get one for for re- party reasons. You know, like having parties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's I think it's absurd that Microsoft tried to make that make it a standard. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I respect. Don't get me wrong. I respect. Microsoft is like a gaming, you know, entity, but I feel like too, too many times, like with anything, this isn't just gaming. It's just with anything, like even with like Windows 8, yeah. they try, they try to force things down people's throat and make them standard. And, yes. and you, it's like, who do you think you are? Like we have, <laughs> our, we have like our own lifestyle. Like if people like stuff, they'll, they'll, they'll cling on to it. And then you can make it standard. Don't just like throw it out there and be like, yo, this is going to be the next big thing. And there's nothing you can say or do about it. You know, <laughs> right. that drives me insane about them. And, um, that's what I felt like though. I felt like, I felt like this whole freaking Microsoft Xbox one rollout was like a, a, a recap of like what happened with windows eight pretty much, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I feel like everything God. was, getting, I feel like everything was getting forced and, and that camera like that camera is just like one of the things. I'm glad they at least like make like took the mandate off to where you don't have to have it, you know, have to use it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm glad, but um, like I don't know, like Sony not having one, not having a camera standard. I don't think they, they don't have to do anything to make up for it. It shouldn't have been standard in the first place. It should be an add-on, something that you get if you need. And I will get one. Hopefully there is some face mapping. Hopefully there <laughs> is something really cool. Like. I don't know if you guys have seen on Splinter Cell Conviction with the Connect, you can actually like scream into the camera to get people's attention, and and you can set you can set like these gizmos to where you say something into it, and when you throw it, it like talks to people when they walk past it. That's kind of cool. Huh. Yeah, that, yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. There's cool things like that that I think that it would be nice to see them do that with you know the PlayStation camera. Mm-hmm. So. Nice, but not standard. It doesn't have to be a standard. It should be something that if you want it, you can buy it. Word. Yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> um, I guess the next thing I want to talk about in the gaming news section is the console launches. Now we're seeing some pretty unprecedented things uh, in this next generation of console launches, where you know PS2 and PS3 had like ten games, five games you can get with the system right when it came out. <laughs> now PS3 is saying they have thirty-three titles you will get. 
with your your PS4 once it's released, and the Xbox One has 23. Wasn't it within the year, or is that release day? Uh, I I kind of. I'm thinking it was by 2013, but I didn't think there were 33 all on release day. And that's includes on the indie titles too, though. All right, and that, well, yeah. that, that that would have to include like the the multi platforms too, correct? Yep. yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. They're not that's, that though. sounds about right. That sounds right. Yeah, and I mean, what what do you what do you think is going to be the public perception? Like, do are we going to get a lot of really good games out of this, or is it just going to be stuff for us to play to keep us tie us over until the the big stuff hits? Both. Both. Yeah, it's instantly both. I mean, you're still going to get your Madden that didn't come out yet. I mean, it's out now, but not on next gen. Your Battlefield, your Call of Duty, but also your other games are still waiting for. Like, well, not that it's going to count current gen, but Watch Dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really looking forward to that. But I-, I think you'll get both. I think so. I just yeah. hope Killzone is as good as it looks. <laughs> that game looks so <laughs> sick. It does. Cause I, There's um, the- go ahead. No, I was going to say, there's definitely, like, some shovelware. There's definitely some games that I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are going to look past, like, ah, what, what is this even there for? <laughs> I, I actually, uh, me, me and my, my, my friend Will, uh, <laughs> funny name, <laughs> yeah. my other, my, the other Will, um, we, were, we were recording a video last night talking about which system had the better, better launch lineup. Mm-hmm. And as we're reading through the games, we realized that there's, just, there's some games that just – why are they even on the list? Why are they even there? You know, I believe like Xbox One, one of their launch line titles is Zoo Tycoon. Yeah, what? yeah, Zoo it's Tycoon. Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay. Why? You gotta please that. You gotta please everybody. That's all right. I guess. I mean, I don't I know guess. anyone who's getting a fucking console day one who wants to play that. Exactly. You know, there's that guy. You know, there's that guy out there that's that raging guy. that he gets his Connect and his Xbox One so we can talk to his system and play with his animals. You know, there's that guy. <laughs> oh man, now I. I I'm hoping for the best because, like, I've I've been let down by console launches before. Like, PS3, for example, when that dropped, um, Resistance was like my go-to game. But like, the other games out for it weren't really that good at the time. Lair. No, don't even like. <laughs> such a disappointment. <laughs> but then, like, you know, PS2 had Bouncer and Tekken Tag, and Bouncer lasted like five hours before you were done with it. Right. So. I'm just I'm just hoping for the best because like I want to I want to feel like my investment into PS4 right away was like I know it's gonna be great because I'm already excited about a bunch of the games that are already coming out like Warframe right. for example Planet Side Blacklight those are all free games that I can play dude, without dude, paying a damn Black time. Warframe and Blacklight mm-hmm. so I am so pumped for the, those games are gonna sneak up on people I think a lot of people don't understand like because they they might not know about the indie free-to-play games from, from, from the PC. Right. You know, right. like, I think a lot of, like, people like us, we know about that, of course. Right. But, like, your mainstream gamer who plays, like, Call of Duty doesn't know about that. So, and, and the fact that the PlayStation 4 is so freaking, like, socially connected, you know, mm-hmm. so people can, like, see what you're playing. Right. Like, they're going to get, they're going to catch wind of it. And they're right. going to be like, what is this first-person shooter this person is playing or this third-person shooter this guy's playing? They can watch gonna, that. They can watch it, and they're going to get into these games, and they're going to be like, yo, this is actually pretty dope. I think that, like, 
that that aspect of I think that aspect of the launch is gonna gonna kind of be what like wins for the PS4 a lot. It's just like the social aspect of it because if there games if there are games that do suck, it's like at least I get to share this with my friends, you know. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then there's going to be that like this discovering of new games through friends because you see them playing and you're like this actually looks like fun. Right. You can you, you can know? talk to people when you join like their 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 stream like you can be like oh wow this is kind of cool like what you playing here. You can talk yeah. to them and figure out what's going on. You can hand over control to someone so they can try it out a little bit. Like yeah. what? Come on, man. This is crazy. Just imagine, just imagine well you'll be playing and somebody will hop in and you'll be like, "Hey, yeah. I'm playing Black Light Retribution. This game is free to play." Just download like, it and just jump in just with me. Just download it. It's like, "Oh, I could do really? I don't have to pay $60. I'm on it, you know?" Yep. So jump in and I, yeah. I, I think a lot of developers are going to be making a lot of money off of free advertising. <laughs> yeah. But with games like that, with like Blacklight and Warframe, are we going to see more microtransactions and stuff like that? Or is it straight free to play? Well, you, you'll definitely see microtransactions and you'll definitely see lots of advertisements in these games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's necessary. They have to make their money. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But I believe it's a small price to pay. I believe I feel small like price. I feel like it's 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 a keen way to 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 sell gamers, right? You know, because you're getting the gameplay, and once you're invested in it, you're not going to care about the other stuff anyways. Because you put, you pay sixty dollars on games that just have have just as much high quality values as these games that are coming out. So it's like I I will be okay with spending twenty thirty dollars on this game, no problem. Oh yeah, like, it's no big deal at all to yeah. me. I'm like shit, <laughs> I should give you guys money to keep doing this. Period. Right. I think Sony understands this, though, and, and that's why they're, like, really pushing with the indie games a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to win for them. That's, I think that's the, that's the main – like, a lot of people were complaining last week. Uh, I don't want to go too far into Gamescom because I see it on the agenda. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of people were complaining about indie games. And I, I feel like people who do that, they, get, they just haven't really got a chance to really embrace it yet. Yeah. And when they do, they're going to be like, what the – I've been missing out on this. <laughs> yeah, because people associate the idea of indie games as like a an iPhone type of style game. Right, right, and exactly. Like, yeah. There's so many innovations happening in indie gaming. Like, I want to play Octodad because it looks ridiculous and it looks like a lot Dude. of fun. Like, it's just, Dude. like, who comes up with an idea like that? <laughs> Dude, that is the funnest game of all time. <laughs> Yo, I'm saying, I want to play that so bad. It's a game of the year contender, man. <laughs> indie game of the year. Yeah, yeah. And like Journey, for example, that's a game that people have been raving about so much. Yeah, yeah. People, people are sleeping, man. They, they'll find out, though. They'll find out. Didn't Journey win like Game of the Year? I think. It won Game of the Year and like, like it was up for like best soundtrack and like mm-hmm. best artistic direction. And it, it was up for like a lot of awards and it won quite yeah. a few. I think Game of the Year was yeah. one of them, if not a. Depending on which outlet, because I, I know Dead the Walking Dead, Dead yeah. got one, yeah, yeah. And Walking yeah, Dead is a technically an indie game. Technically, yeah. yeah. Tell, 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 yeah. It technically is. You're right. So you're I'm right. One of the best games I've ever played. She cried like a baby. <laughs> no, it was just it was licensed because of the Walking Dead name. But other than that, it was that that studio is pretty much they're an indie sex. studio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 they were set after Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. I didn't so, play that actually. I heard it was good though. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. That's cool. Uh, PS3 and the Vita get a p- price cut, the PS3 version of the 12 gigabyte model. Um, memory cards see yeah. a drop in price, but do you guys think it's enough of a discount, and will this save the Vita? Well, first off, the PS3 12 gig getting a price cut, meh. 
Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like, at this point, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> 12 uh, gigs is nothing. Yeah, 12 gigs is nothing. But as far as the Vita goes, then, no. uh, that was a smart move, I think, on their play. Mm-hmm. Perfect timing with the new system around the corner. Mm-hmm. And it might keep it, it might not save it, but definitely push some sales up. Hell yeah. Mm. Right. I agree. I definitely agree. I think, I think, especially with the holiday season coming, people are going to, you know, they're, they're going to go, they're going to go out. It's going to get, it's going to have, they're going to be some really good bundles, first right. off. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. With the price being lower. So people are going to buy it then. And then, um, on top of that, with the integration into the PS4, people are going to be more motivated to buy it anyways. Right. So, um, yeah, it was definitely a, a perfect time to cut the price, a, a perfect time to get people excited about it. I believe the PlayStation Vita has like some actually has good titles it does. on it, you know, uh, that that got gotten super slept on, like Gravity Rush. Oh my God. Yeah, man. The game, go ahead. The game makes me dizzy as hell, but it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I have a I have two other friends who have Gravity Rush and they 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 tell me it's a great game. I played it I played the demo of it like at Best Buy one day. And I was like, this is kind of cool. Like I could see why people like this. And I was like, let me see what other games are coming out. This was like back in like when Gravity Rush dropped basically. Yeah. So, I'm I'm still like I've had my eye on the Vita for a long time, but I was like, man, like I still can't justify it cuz like I don't do enough mobile gaming. And like most yeah. of the gaming I do is, you know, at home, you know, on the couch. Right. Um but I mean, there are some games that are on Vita that I would like to play even at home. Yeah, I, th- so. I think I think with the uh, with the PS4 and that integration, I-, I think getting a Vita inspired me to go outside a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> That's legit. Uh, so, like, I-, I travel a lot as it is, but like, mm-hmm. I actually would like just do stuff like go to the park. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, me and my my girlfriend were actually talking about like camping and playing the Vita and crap like that. So that's cool. There's definitely like a lot of um I don't know, having a Vita just is it feels very liberating. Yeah. And, and hmm. I don't know, the price cut definitely is a good thing. I think it's gonna it's gonna I think the Vita is gonna be a viable platform. By the end of twenty fourteen uh, uh, there's gonna be a lot of people. It won't be it won't it'll never be on the same level as like the three D S. Yeah, that's ridiculous astronomical numbers right there. <laughs> yeah. They, but they, there'll they be a lot more people with it. I think the install base will at least double. And that's gonna be that's that's saying a lot. So that is saying a lot actually. Yeah. Um I think that I think it's definitely helping up a lot. Like I'm I'm highly considering it. Like I'm gonna wait until Black Friday to see what exactly is gonna be like the, the, the big deal. Uh, in terms of that, because I almost got one last year when Black Friday dropped, but um, I, I still feel like those memory cards are still like for a 32 gig. That's still too much fucking money. <laughs> like it's, it's down to like 78 dollars or 80 dollars or something like that. That's still a lot of money <laughs> for just a memory card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I understand like 32 gigs can hold a, a decent amount, but if I get like a regular SD card, a high capacity SD card. With 32 gigs, it will cost a lot less than that. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I, I want a Vita. I just, I, just, I, I ain't feel those memory cards, man. They, they yeah, at the proprietary memory, that was like the big downfall with it, mm-hmm. pretty much. It kind of reminded me of the old school PS1 and PS2 memory cards. Yeah. Those were expensive, but, too. <laughs> but a lot more expensive than those. Yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. more. Oh, man. So... 
I keep hearing from people who either attended Gamescom or who have been paying attention to Gamescom a lot that uh, they've been they've been eyeing Titanfall quite a bit. Yep. Now, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah, that game yep. that game looks like a lot of fun. Now, the game was published by EA, and for the longest time, Mass Effect was said to only be a, a 360 exclusive title, and they moved it over to PS3. Well, I I got to reference one of your other podcasts. I said it when I read the uh, little blip that maybe two three weeks ago mm-hmm. now that it's not out of the realm of possibility. Mm. While right now, yeah, it's an exclusive Xbox One PC. That doesn't mean they can't do it. And when asked directly about that, he, he basically he was very coy in his response. He wouldn't give a straight no or straight yes. Mm. That's true. It's possible. It's possible, but. Right now, that's that's Xbox One's moneymaker for your yeah. for your diehard gamers, it and it really looks is. looks really good. It does it really does? It looks it looks pretty dope. I'm 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 really jealous. <laughs> I might start playing on my PC a little more adamantly just so I can play that. Cause it, it looks, it looks so good. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm kind of but just like that. screaming like with your jetpack or running across walls or your mech in itself and just the ability to deploy it when you want to too and yeah, oh. it actually it's like a kill streak basically like you get you do well enough and like all right here's your titan have fun <laughs> like, all right I just, i'm okay with this I, I would love to play it i would just to yeah. see what it's like i want to i want to uh malik have you gotten your hands on either of the controllers yet i have i've touched both of them i play i actually played titanfall too oh yeah um, yeah yeah i got a chance to get to get into titanfall um I will tell you this. Uh, I don't know if you. I was I was going off on Twitter the other day, and a lot of people were calling me crazy. Um, and people will probably call me crazy to, moving forward for saying this, but it, it's my honest belief. And when it happens, I want to be there saying, "I told you so" to everybody. I think Titanfall is going to replace Call of Duty as a shooter. Yeah. Like as that uh, as that uh, as that top multiplayer shooter. Yeah, I I, I just think that Call of Duty. On his way out, if there's somebody who's going to just take it and take it off his throne, Titanfall is the perfect game. Now, mind you, right now, it's going to be kind of tough with it being an exclusive. But when it goes multi-platform mm-hmm. um, and everybody's able to – there's going to be so much like hype around it already because the Xbox One people are going to eat it up. Mm-hmm. So then you're going to have your, your PlayStation people going to be like, oh, my God, I want this game so bad. And when it finally goes multi-platform, it's going to be like a freaking megaton crap storm and everybody's going to hop on it and – I'm telling you, man, the, the game is just that polished, man. Like, freaking, it's so seamless how you, get, how you move around. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks so smooth. It is. And, you know, the, these guys are the guys who are responsible for why Call of Duty is what it is right now. You know, yeah. they, they, made that, they made that freaking, you know, standard and good mechanics, you know, that Call of Duty's kept, you know. And with Call of Duty kind of switching engines and things of that nature, I just don't see it, like, I don't know, man. It's to me, it's just it's too much of the same, man. Yeah, we getting People, some Call of Duty fatigue lately. Exactly, yeah. and they've been losing market share to Battlefield as it is, you know. Right. So, right. Uh, you know, between Battlefield and Titanfall, they're gonna just they're 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 gonna lose the throne, man. And I think Titanfall is gonna be that game that finally holds it. Maybe sometime in 2015, mm-hmm. we'll see Titanfall in the in the driver's seat as far as you know. First person shooter goes on consoles. Yeah. We'll see. So that's that's my bad. I think I think the game is great, man. And um I'll I'll put it to you like this. I say to a lot of people with Call of Duty, that game is like it's like a basketball court. It's like 
one of those things where it's standard. Like you go to a basketball court, you know you can always take a a, bat, a ball and shoot it in a basket. No matter how good the rim looks, no matter how messed up the net is, you know you know that you can shoot on that ten foot rim. Regardless, that's kind of what Call of Duty is. They right. can mess up the graphics, they can mess up anything. People are going to play it because it's just that standard. Right. And yeah. I believe with Titanfall, they're building another freaking basketball court. You know, they're building another court, another little playing ground that people can come on no matter what they do. After people like get sucked in, they're going to just love it so much. It's going to be a standard. You know, so. I mean, I guess I can understand exactly what the thinking was behind making it uh, exclusive at, at first on one platform. Because this allows oh, yeah. them to kind of dedicate all their resources on one thing at a time as opposed to dual resources. So, I mean, I feel like developers now have the... The, the ability and also the knowledge to be able to to develop on multiple platforms, especially considering Xbox One and, and PS4 architecture is so similar now. Um, but I, I this is probably a good way to kind of test the wires to see where where they're going to go next. Right. I, I still don't like the fact that it's exclusive. And yeah, well, neither do I. Yeah. You know they you know they banked off that. They yeah. banked off. Yeah, that. of course they, they did. <laughs> Microsoft knew what they were doing with that. I mean, they 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 messed up on a lot of other things. In their, in their approach. They got the game, that one right. They got yeah. that one right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which console do you like more? PS3, PS4, and that's not that's not even me speaking from like a fanboy perspective because I I honestly thought that the um, the Xbox 360 controller was definitely a, l- a little more favorable to me mm-hmm. when it came to playing shooters yep. uh, I, I, I actually balance between both of them because i couldn't play fighting games on the xbox 360 I, I can't, I can't, that I d-pad can't. is horrible it, they, even the improved version of the d-pad is still just ass yeah and the xbox one's d-pad isn't the best either just from touching <laughs> it and the face buttons are just absurdly big to me i'm like Ugh, i don't I like these face buttons they, it's like they took like peanut M and M's instead of regular M and M's and put them in the controller. Yeah, I could definitely go without that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't like. I don't really like the Xbox One controller. I think they should have stuck to. They should have pulled a PlayStation and kind of stuck close, a little closer to, you know, the Xbox 360s. I I feel like the Xbox 360 that was the controller, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like they're taking kind of a step back. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this this new one, and I, that's just another door they're opening for PlayStation because the PlayStation controller is actually a lot better. Mm. I love the DualShock Three. Like people like complain, like oh my fingers are always slipping off the controller. It's like what are you like playing your game like this or something? Just like ah. Oh. <laughs> but what I mean, what's since none of us have held it yet? I mean, what's it like for the PS4 controller? What's better about that one? Uh, well, first, was was better than the the Xbox, or was better than the the current PS3 controller? Um, either either or, you know, or, either or. Like, I mean, the 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 improvements they made. Uh, first off, the the concave uh, analogs, which I wasn't completely sold on at first, mm-hmm. but I think having that little groove inside, putting your finger on the groove, mm-hmm. if controlling those analog sticks is so much easier. Than it was before. Your finger doesn't slip off. My finger never slipped off before, mm-hmm. but like, I can kind of see like I, I always always understood when people said, talked about that, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like people who make the, like the little adjustments, like uh, the squid grip, not squid grips, but uh, the control freak, mm-hmm. um, uh, it's is it's bad news for them because <laughs> I mean right now the, that controller like it's it feels perfect with your fingers inside the analogs. I can't um, 
Also, uh, the, the weight of the controller is 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 pretty. It's is relatively. It's not too heavy, not too light. It feels like solid. It, just right. It feels solid. <laughs> just right, man. It uh, feels like you feel like you have a, a a weapon of mass destruction in your hand when you hold it. <laughs> you know? Feeling like a badass. Yeah. And then that share button is just right, perfectly placed. I can imagine just people just I want to share this, clicking that button. You know, and mm-hmm. um, it's. It, it, they they definitely pondered the controller a lot. You could tell they talked to developers about it too. You know, that's legit. So, you know, the, the shoulder buttons are, are are another thing that are a lot better. Triggers a lot better, a lot better. <laughs> so, uh, I I think people are gonna like a lot of people are gonna touch this controller and they're gonna be like, I, I people are gonna buy this console because of the controller. That's how good it is. Damn. Yeah. The one thing I like about the Xbox One controller from the from the aesthetics at least. Is the like on the on the edge of the thumbsticks? Uh, it has like that textured kind of cross plat cross texturing on like the, Almost the more rim like of a it. Grip. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that looks sexy as fuck. I want that. I want that in a peaceful controller. But I mean, I don't. I don't even want to mess with perfection if it's already where it needs to be. What about the uh, the pressurized triggers? Because I know the Xbox One's getting that with the uh, the rumble like in the triggers themselves, but not the PS4. Yeah. Oh, um, the rumble in the controller is fine. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. That the rumble in the in the in the triggers to me I, was nothing that it didn't really appease me when I heard about that. Mm, I don't really? want my, not, not me, not me personally. I don't, I don't know. I'm cool with. I don't. I play without vibration on every game. Period. Anyways, to be honest, because like. Another Rainbow Six habit, uh, you know, freaking wanting to be as accurate as possible. Right. Yeah. I, I turn the vibration off, and I just got so used to playing every game without vibration. I always turn vibration off. So huh. that's just me. Like I even did it. Like when I'm demoing games, I turn the vibration off because it just doesn't. It can be distracting, though. It yeah. Can be. Yeah. But the recoil and the controller shaking at the same time, you turn that off. It's just one less thing that you even think about subconsciously. Right. It just helps you focus more. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, I, I, I thought it was a really cool idea that they had that rumble in the triggers. But at the same time, I was like, is that really just like a – I can see how that's really cool for racing games. But it can be distracting too. And, and is it that big of a deal? It's like, no. No. It's cool. <laughs> It's one feature that the PS4 yeah, it's doesn't have. one feature of many that they like to promote. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. And moving on to the the U the UI, the new UI we're getting with the PS4. I'm mm, looking forward mm, to mm. this, man. I I can't. Mm. We were just talking about this not too long ago, so I I would the ability to just seamlessly go from one thing to the next without worrying about you know waiting forever for everything to process and figure itself out. If I want to go watch my friend play Killzone, I can just turn my PS4 on. It's already basically on all the time anyway. Just press a button, go over to his name. Oh, he's playing Killzone. Let me see. Let me see where he is in the match. Oh, he's getting his ass whooped right now. <laughs> Join in here real quick. See what I can do. Record it. You know, show him. Show him how it's done. Like I'm so ready for that. I'm so oh ready. yeah, I hear you on that, man. Mm. I agree. I'm. I'm. I love the UI, man. It's just. It's beautiful, man. Freaking. Who, what did, I don't Mark Cerny. I, I know Mark Cerny had a good hand in it, I but I, I, he Mark Cerny's the X factor of this PlayStation launch right now. This mm-hmm. PlayStation Four launch, like he he's pretty much t- took in control of things. Like he's 
doing what Phil Harrison couldn't do with the PS3. Right. Pretty much. Right. Um, and he just every time people see Mark Shiny, they just feel good about the PlayStation brand. You can't not exactly. feel good about the PlayStation brand when you see that guy. I'm you telling know? you, like I feel so confident in my pre-order already. I'm like, yo, this dude, this dude is taking care of the PlayStation. Like he's he's brand got right it. He's got I trust it. him. <laughs> yeah, he's got it. He's got it, man. Uh, but but the UI is great. I'm, I'm hoping. My my only thing that I'm hoping is the PlayStation Store isn't what it is right now. I yeah. hope they yes. I hope they find a way to make it a little more seamless and intuitive and a lot faster. I can't find anything <laughs> in the PlayStation Store, man. Like I feel like I'm I know around to find the simplest things. Like I just want the DLC for Borderlands. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be weird to have like this crazy and easy UI that's so easy and so intuitive, and then to go from that to like this PlayStation Store that's just like still. Uh, cluster fuck of nothing like yeah. you know so hopefully they fix that we'll see but the ui is great man i i mean i don't really have to you guys seen it you know like to go from the x x and b the cross media bar as it is now to that like come on man that's just like a a huge leap huge, huge leap and they, i see what they did they have like they kind of have the idea of the cross media bar still there but it's like yeah instead of cross it's like a a, a dual layer media bar so it's like you go over to the thing and then it goes down and it's just side scrolling more so you can see everything laid out right there right right it's it's pretty sexy yeah man i think people are going to enjoy it so much they're they're going to see the ui the ui is going to sell it too you know right Uh, right. in a lot of ways and uh i I, the xbox one they they really i don't know it looks like windows 8 yeah Yeah. it's a lot like windows 8 yeah which which was something that Funny, funny. There's this article uh, that was in a, published in the Wall Street Journal from this guy I met at a party at CES, and um, I met him. I, this guy I didn't know he worked for the Wall Street Journal, but I was just like in the part in this party, minding my own business, and I started talking to him because he was like talking to some woman, and I was trying to help him wingman. And <laughs> we got we got into talking about what we were doing, and I was talk, telling him, you know, you know, I'm in the, I, I like to talk about games, and I started talking about Windows 8. And then I started talking about how I think the Xbox One is going to like function similar to Windows 8. Like that was just like a, a crazy out of the nowhere prediction that I made that night. And he ended up like taking out his laptop and writing like this big long article about it. And it, freaking, <laughs> and it gets published in the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> so I was like, what? It's crazy, crazy. But, um, but, but then I saw the UI and I was like, dude, I wasn't really, I wasn't really far off, you know? So. <laughs> Microsoft is pretty predictable. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do not like Windows 8 at all. Like, I, I uh, my mom got a new computer, and I, I was setting her up with that, and I was, like, learning Windows 8, and I was like, why? Like, I see they trying to do some things different, but, like, they, it feels so much more confusing now for, like, a lot of basic stuff. I mean, maybe it's just something you got to get used to, but it feels, yeah, it it feels it's, disconnected. It's a... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're right about that. But I did. I do see what PlayStation did with a couple of their things. Like they have like a lot of tile stuff, so that's kind of Windows Eight reminiscent too. So, yeah. I I want to I want to like I want to dive deep into that and like really explore all the stuff that's going in. Like it seems it sounds so dumb talking about it out loud. I was like I just want to see what the UI is like. But like it's like all part of the experience of like when you when you when you have that controller in your hand, you turn it on for the first time, you hear that chime, and then you're like, all right, let's get into this and see what all the intricacies are within what I can do with this thing. Right, right. Yeah, I'm excited, man. <laughs> I think I think um, this is, the whole social network aspect 
for it is gonna it's definitely gonna be a winner. Mm-hmm. You know, they definitely they definitely know what they're doing. They know what they're doing over there. Yeah. All right. Now moving on to the next part. Jeez. Um, so as a recap, one of the, we I've been recording off and on so that I, it saves everything that I can get up to. Um, we talked about the female gamers um, being implemented within Call of Duty, um, and we talked about you know what that means for the industry and if, if that's a good thing or bad thing, uh, the pros and cons. Um, the consensus is that we we want more developers to to include females within gaming without like kind of blatantly saying, "Hey, we have girls now." Just like you know, the whole idea of you know equal gender equality is for everything to be you know equal as opposed to you know one over the other. So, right. That's a thing. <laughs> uh, the question we were on before Skype decided to just, you know, bend us over and say no. <laughs> what will be your uh, the first next gen game you purchase? And I think my first next gen game. Um, it's hard to say because there's a lot of games that I really want to get. I'm getting pretty much. I'm getting a lot of the games already. Um, Battlefield 4 and Watch Dogs are two games I'm already getting. Um, so I think in terms of like what I'm getting right out of the box, those are probably the two that are on my my like that are definitely on the front runner for games to get. But I'm really interested in Knack. Hmm. Like I'm I'm I loved Crash, and this is Mark Cerny doing this. And like I feel so confident in his abilities to elevate PlayStation to the to where it needs to be to be dominant in this generation. And he's the mastermind behind the game, so I think I think we're in good hands. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. As far as first game for me goes, I think that um I'm gonna the first game that I'm gonna purchase is gonna be whichever game I grab off the shelf first. <laughs> because <laughs> because honestly I I think I'm gonna just go to the store and just just grab the games. Yeah. Just grab them. Um if I have to say which one I'm the most excited about, though, it's definitely... Well, see, the thing is, the multi-platform games, I'm going to play those before they even come out. I'm going to be one of those people who does the little adopt or the upgrade thing, mm, you know, and moves yeah. from one game to the other. Right. I'll probably end up playing them again, you know. I'm, but I'm, I'm definitely most... Dang, it's so tough, man. Yeah. I'm, I think Shadowfall might be my most... Ex- no, 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 no. I take that back. I'm most excited about freaking the indies. The indie games, like hey, uh, man, I can't wait to play that. Yeah, I, I really, cause like, I'm one of those people who missed out on Blacklight Retribution. Me too. You know, cause I didn't have a PC that could run it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm super excited to freaking play that game from day one. I'm I think that's gonna be the first thing I do. I'm gonna freaking download that game and, you know, just start uploading videos about like hey, everybody download this game and play it. Right. I love Zombie Studios. And they, oh, another game they're going to have coming out soon is Daylight 2. And that's another game I'm looking forward to. Ah, uh, yes. I can't wait for that either. Daylight, yeah. <laughs> There's, um, what's that? What's that? Uh, or, um, what's that game they, that's coming out that's uh, basically a sequel to Dead Island? No, it, the, the, that's the other one I was looking at earlier. Dying Light, I think. Dying it is. Light. Dying, which Dying is Light, like yeah. a combo of Dead Island and Mirror's Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. looks pretty sweet too. Man, I just hope they don't ruin what like Dead Island could have been such a better game than it was, man. I really wanted that game to be like 
I wanted that to be like the Skyrim of zombies, man. I wanted the story to be there. Like the trailer that they they had for that game was just so perfectly done. It was really, really well, well like, done. If we're gonna get a, a full fledged story along with like co op in an environment that looks like it looks full of like you know detail and energy, like I can't wait to play this. And then like I got in, I was like, all right, it's fun, but like where's the story? <laughs> Like, yeah, why do all the characters crap. look like plastic, you know, dolls? Terrible like, models. Yeah, like, what's going on, man? Uh, I just, I, I, I have difficulty getting excited for that game just because I know what they did. <laughs> right, right. But I'll still have to go with you, Will. I mean, Watch Dogs, day one, I have to get that. And mm-hmm. hopefully Battlefield 4, I, I was saying that uh, it looks really, really good on a PC. Yep. But... Already on a PS4, it's not as good, not so great. I'm yeah. like, well, th- th- what's the point of the whole new console? You're supposed yeah. to have the same nice-looking graphics and the mind-blowing stuff, not a little bit better. I mean, yeah. I, I want to see it running for myself, though, before I make that choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people who... Uh, I just read up on some IGN article, and I, I saw a video of someone talking about it. Like, they just came from Gamescom and played it on PS4. And of course, the game isn't done yet. But they were like, "Yeah, like yeah. we were expecting to be blown away, but you know, it was kind of underwhelming." So I'm, I'm holding my breath. Like this is the first games coming out for the next gen. So like I'm sure the next Battlefield that comes out is going to be crazy. Yeah. But like right. I'm wondering if I should if I should invest in this game, knowing that there's much more they could have done, or if I should just you know just play the other free to play first person shooters that are coming anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a lot. <laughs> Get Killzone instead. Uh, I, I'm Killzone looks amazing, man. Like I, I've, I played Killzone two online a lot. Um, I didn't buy Killzone three because I was like, all right, all right, you know, I'm kind of like over it right now. But like, this this one just looks like so crisp, so like vibrant. It really does. Yeah. Did you Did you play it yet? No, no. That's one. That's one I have not been able to touch, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped about. It. I play. I did play Neck. And that that is gonna be awesome, but uh, man, Shadowfall, man, I'm 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 waiting. Yes. I'm waiting, man. Actually, no, I think that was the game that I was saying that was gonna be my my number one buy. Shadowfall. That's I don't know what I was thinking. That's gonna be the number one. That's gonna be the first game I get. And then I hope other it's ones. The, I hope it's the second coming of Killzone Two. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> I like Killzone Two a lot. I did too. So it was a little gray, but. It was it was pretty, man. It was yeah, like but it works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those headshots were so satisfying, man. You hit it. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> so good. Um, I guess this is kind of a weird question to ask, anyway. Like, what your first person uh, shooter of choice is? I, we already talked about Call of Duty and Battlefield a little bit. Um, I mean, if you guys have anything to add to that part, feel free. First person shooter of choice, like overall, yeah, in, in life. Um, uh, at the top of my list is three games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rainbow Six Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> would, be, would be definitely the top spot game. Yeah, I, uh, mainly because that I don't think I've been as good at any game ever than I was as that game. I was actually a professional Rainbow Six player. I was on MLG and crap. So that was wow. like my. Yeah, that, dude, a lot of people ask, like, where'd you start, like, with your YouTube and everything gaming? It was with that. Wow. Like, I would not be here Are you on your channel today. right now? Uh, all those videos are, are 
private now because oh, they're, okay. they're really old videos that I used to do. I used to do like these freaking crazy Rainbow Six um, montages and stuff. Yeah. And, and um, they had like music from like, um, like actual licensed music. So I had to private the videos because okay. Okay. they would have flagged me for it. So. Yeah, YouTube is very finicky. Yeah, but that was like my start, dude. That was my start, freaking that game, and um, it's like why I'm cool with the people at Ubisoft now. That that and I don't know. That game was just so good to me, like from good. a just from every standpoint, man. Just the little things, like it was a it was, it wasn't as tactical as the other Rainbow Six games, but it was it still had like that good sense of tactical shooter in it that mm. I, that you could slowly feel fading away. You know, right. it was still there, and I enjoyed it so much, man. I enjoyed freaking. Going in the cover system and yep. having eight minute long battles with people before anybody actually died. <laughs> yeah, yo, that game was it was. I mean, it could have been more tactical if it if it really wanted to be, but like it had a perfect blend of like tactical and like Twitch gameplay, like yeah. blended in there. And I, I played the hell out of that game, man. Like yeah. I went um I went to a wedding to Barbados because that's where my family's from, and okay. I couldn't bring my PS3 down at the time, and that's when Rainbow Six Vegas dropped. And I was like, I was like fiending, man. I was like scratching myself, like, I need a six, man. Like, I need it so bad. So I, I was, I was loving that game, man. Yeah, um, uh, it was, it was definitely, definitely huge, mm-hmm. definitely huge. I think, um, I think, I think that that game was, it was like the only first-person shooter out at the beginning of the gen. Really, that was like mm-hmm. just great, you know, before. Yeah, it was the only one. I don't. I don't know anything else that was. Out. I mean, Gears was out at the time. Resistance was out too. Yeah. Resistance was out. Yeah, Resistance was out. Mm-hmm. But that game just did something else that no other game could at the time. So yeah. that that would definitely be at the top of my list. Second would be Counter Strike. Okay. Okay. I, I'm a big Counter Strike fan. It's another game that I played a lot growing up. And then, um, last but not least, Goldeneye. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. You you can't go. I don't have to say anything for that one. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a classic. Yeah. I think for me, man, I, I as much of a Sony man as I am, the just just Halo, man, Halo Two. Oh that, yeah, that oh game, yeah. I, I spent that. so many eye bleeding, like five in the morning days playing that game, man. Like played it online. Like I used a sniper rifle as a shotgun, man. Like I got so good at that game. <laughs> like I was just playing that nonstop all the time. Like my mom, like, hey, you want you want food? I just be like, eh, eh. <laughs> I don't hear you. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. No, no. Halo Two was great. Yeah. Gosh, it's freaking hard though. Now you're making me think. You guys are throwing out some good ones. I mean, you can use one of the ones we use. That's fine. I'd have to. Malik said it third, but that's still number one for me. Goal not and that's it has to be. I mean, that was the first first person shooter that I spent five, ten hours straight in a sitting, just going and doing multiplayer matches till four or five in the morning, mm-hmm. and setting your kill limit to to n- unlimited, seeing who could have the highest score after so many hours, and doing <laughs> pistols with one shot kills and. Oh yeah, just some hours and hours in the Gold Nine. That was probably number one for me still to this day. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm talking all time, I'd be willing to give it number two. I'd probably say Call of Duty series because okay. I can still remember playing Call of Duty on the PC. Right. Okay. Oh, your picture's gone, man. Oh my bad. You, no, yours is you losing the gauge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just I was making sure it was actually active. I'm like, what? But I mean. 
back when it was still World War II genres. Oh, those were so much fun, too. That was some of my mm-hmm. first days playing online on the PC, too. Nice. And and I'll give it third. I'll, I'll say another series, Rainbow Six. Because yeah. I, I still played the original original when you spent, like, an hour planning before you even went in. <laughs> Actually added on to that. And then, of course, Vegas was another great, great game. But yeah, those, those would be my three. Nice. Nice. All right, so I think um, the last and final uh, one I, I think we should, we should touch on and then call the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> now that the Xbox One is a completely different beast, are we looking at a real competition here? Is this, is this what it's all about? I think we are. This is going to be a, a knockdown, drag out. Mm-hmm. This is going to be vicious. Uh, definitely PlayStation starting off with the advantage. Yeah. But um, there are little things that Microsoft is doing that's going to ruffle some feathers. Like, for instance, my most anticipated game of the following gen, besides Naughty Dog's unannounced title, is um, freaking The Division. I'm oh, looking forward yes. to The Division. I can't yeah. <laughs> that is, I think that, is, that lot, and Metal Gear are my most anticipated games for the next generation, hands down. Right, right. Oh, yeah, Metal Gear, too. How could I forget? But uh, a lot of people are looking at The, looking at the Division. With a, with a side eye, like, hmm, this game's going to be no, pretty huge. I agree with you. I agree with but, you. But get this, though. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but at Gamescom, Microsoft, they, they got some exclusive content for the division that's going to be exclusive like to the that. Xbox One. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, so that, that's, that's kind of huge, dude, because that game, I think that game is going is to definitely set some folks off. So yep. we'll see. We'll see. But when Microsoft does things like that, it... it, it, it I don't know. It kind of, I don't know. They have to convince me because all I could think about is when they got the freaking GTA Liberty City stories, you know, back with GTA yeah. 4. Mm-hmm. That's but all I, I can think about. The, yeah, I the episodes. That. And it was supposed to be just Xbox only exclusive and it ended up coming to PlayStation 3 eventually. And that kind of just like yeah. irked my nerves. Right. So, <laughs> so I'm hoping that, that, that there's not, not another episode of that. Oh, actually, I, I hope so. I would like to see everybody get everything, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That, that, that kind of, if, if you're going to get the division, depending on what that content is, it might influence some people to get it on one system than the other. Right. So I that, don't know. That game's going to be so dope, man. And that, that goes into what we were saying before about like, you know, the, the, the social integration and like being able to blendlessly go into you know, cooperative, co- out of co-op, and then like into like a competitive environment like on the fly like within the environment yeah that's so crazy man man. i love it oh i can't wait anyway is there anything you guys wanted to add into there i mean the podcast is pretty long (laughs) yeah i don't know how you're gonna trim this one down (laughs) i'll figure it i got this i got this (laughs) malik covered it man like i i would have agreed with that entirely it's it's gonna be a slugfest we just gotta wait and see who comes out on top first but I, i don't know who Sony's in the lead, but yeah. who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Now, now that Xbox has decided to, you know, not be dicks about the way they're running business right now. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Think, I think we have we have good, healthy competition. It's going to be good for gamers because everyone everyone's going to get what they want because they, you know, people wanted to get an Xbox One, but they didn't want those policies, and now they're able to get that. So we're going to keep seeing stuff like that now because I know Sony Sony has been really looking into being more proactive about their approach to. To, to elevating the platform and making sure people are really invested in it and interested, not just because it's the Sony brand, but because they're implementing all this really cool stuff. So, Right. 
They're going to do the thing, man. Anyway, I hope you guys at home have enjoyed this podcast session. It's been crazy. Oh, yes. It's been awesome. <laughs> it's been long. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, my yes. ass fucking hurts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys got to go check out Malik's channel. There's going to be an annotation where his, uh, his character's face is. There's also going to be one in the description below on iTunes. You guys will be able to check that out. Um, he's got a lot of great content on his channel. Do it, definitely do it. Oh, yes, we're going through a, it's a transitional period, too, so content's getting ready to get really crazy. Oh, yeah. I, like, I just moved and stuff, so, like, for this, for this reason, so. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. That's pretty legit. Anyway, guys at home, I will catch you guys later on the next video. Game on, J-Blaze out, and I love you all. <laughs> and thanks for having me on here guys thanks for hey, having me man no doubt thanks for coming on